Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. To get you out here really quickly. Hopefully, you guys remember what today is. Amen. Today is adoration. Today is uh, uh, the third Wednesday of the month. So, hopefully, you guys joined us in fasting. Uh, we don't really have to announce it. It should be the third automatically on us. Amen. As we go into the holidays, this is really the last one because in December we won't do that. Amen. Till January again. Of course, we got our three day fast that will start in January. So, we'll throw those dates at you to get you prepared for that, amen, and lose some of the weight from all the holiday eating, hallelujah, praise the Lord, but uh, but just uh, hopefully you joined us in fasting, amen, and so may God bless you for that, but I want to continue from what I started last Wednesday, amen, on a message entitled Rejoice, somebody say rejoice, rejoice and be thankful, rejoice and be thankful, in the book of Psalms 100 verse 4, it reads like this, to enter his gates with thanksgiving and with his, in his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. The scripture here is, is, is a call of thanksgiving. Amen. If we are truly believers and we're followers and disciples, then we must rejoice and be thankful. Come on. That means all day, every day. Somebody say all day. Come on. Somebody say all day. Every day, no matter what's hitting your life. Come on, God you, God deserves all the praise. Can somebody say amen? Come on, we should thank him for everything. Just like uh, my brother was saying when he was praying for the offering, thank you for this day that you gave us. Uh, hopefully you guys are doing that, amen, that every day that you wake up, you're saying thank you, Jesus. Come on, somebody say thank you, Jesus. Come on, we, we got to thank the Lord every day because every day, not, not a day is promise. Come on. But every day is a blessing. When you open up your eyes, it is a true blessing. Amen. Our text that we used last week, amen, in James chapter 1, verse 2, it says this. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Now, James here is not saying, you know what, uh, it's going to feel good when you're going through a trial or act like it's feeling good. Amen. No, but he says, consider it pure joy. Consider it pure joy. Why? Because God is about to do something inside your life. Come on. He is going to walk with you. He is going to take you through it. Amen. And you will come out, listen, church, not lacking anything. Because it goes on to say in verse 3 and 4, it says this, For you know that when your faith, somebody say faith, when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. Somebody say let it grow. Let it grow so when your insurance, uh, your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Nada. Somebody say nada. nada. Nothing. You, 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 you'll have everything that you need. Amen. Come on. We may not have everything that we want, but God will give you everything that you need. Can somebody say amen? So tonight I want to look at some men in the Bible who rejoice no matter what. Rejoice. Even in life-threatening circumstances, these men 
These men that I'm going to talk about tonight were sold out. Anyone here sold out? Come on, I'm saying, is anyone here sold out for Jesus? Come on, we got to be sold out for Christ, amen. we got to be soldiers in the kingdom of God, amen. As I'm speaking on the armor on Sunday, amen, we need to be armed up, suited up, amen. But we have to be sold out. Come on, in the world, you were sold out to whatever your lifestyle you were, amen. Come on, we need to be sold out for Jesus. Can somebody say amen? Meaning that you have to be committed to the Lord. Listen, if you truly want to rejoice and be thankful, how many want to be truly rejoicing and be thankful? Come on. Then we need to have a sold-out attitude for Jesus. We cannot be wishy-washy. Come on, look to your neighbor and say, hey, what's up, wishy? <laughs> no, come on. Come on, we can't, listen, we cannot, listen, wishy-washy, you cannot be sold out one week and not the next. You cannot be on fire on Sunday and then Sunday, the next Sunday, you don't come back. Come on, that's wishy-washy. Come on, we got to be sold out continually no matter what. No matter if I have a hard day or a hard week, guess what? I'm going to be here Sunday. I'm going to still worship God. I'm still going to do my thing for Jesus. Come on, we cannot be wishy-washy. Come on, look at Shadrach, Meshach, and Avondigas. I mean, Abednego. I'm sorry, I'm hungry, amen. I'm hungry, amen. But we know the story, amen. Come on, these are three Hebrew boys who were sold out for God. In the face of death, these boys didn't give in. These boys did not complain. In the midst of their crisis, in the midst of their pandemic, these boys did not throw in the towel. They considered it. Pure joy. These boys rejoice, listen, in whom they served. Look at Daniel chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, or 16 through 18. It says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve will be able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But listen, look what the boys say right here. But even if he doesn't, we want to make this clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the golden statue that you have set up. Come on, these are boys that are sold out. They're standing in front of, of a burning furnace, and they say, you know what? If you don't bow down, we're throwing you in there. And they say, you know what? The God that we serve, it will save us. But even if he doesn't, we're still not bowing down. These boys didn't let their outer circumstance, listen, take away their inner joy for the Lord. Church, we cannot allow or sell out for temporary joy or temporary relief to replace the inner joy of the Lord. Look what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 16 through 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 16 and 18 says, Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and monetary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them. So let us fix our eyes. Somebody say, fix your eyes. So let us fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. The Message Bible says it like this. 
So we're not going to give up. How could we? Even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. But on the inside, where God is making a new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes to the coming good times and the lavish celebration prepared for us. There are far more here than meets the eye. Things that you see here uh, today are gone tomorrow, but the things that you cannot see will last forever. Come on, church. You got to hang in there. Come on, somebody. Come on, you got to hang in there. Tell your neighbor, hang in. Come on, hang in there because your blessings are around the corner, amen. There is grace there for you, amen. His glory is greater. Like I said on Sunday that God spoke to some of the people, amen, and he was just really for the whole church, your harvest is on its way. Come on, what you've been praying for, what you've been standing for, what you've been asking God for, let me tell you, it's on the way. Don't give up. Keep on going. Keep on serving. Keep on doing God because your harvest, it's on its way. See, we may go through a trial after trial, amen. Come on, sometimes it seems like our walk is that, huh? We, we're going through one trial, and then we end it, and then another trial is there, amen. Sometimes we're just going trial after trial, but you got to understand that God takes us from glory to glory as well. Come on, how many want to see his glory? Tell your neighbor, hang in there. Hang in there. Don't give up. Keep fighting. Keep on fighting, because, come on, what are you going to go to? What are you going to go back to? There is nothing there, church. Just hang in because God's blessings are greater, amen. He's preparing something for us, amen. Uh, come on, there's a celebration. There's something ahead of you waiting for you, amen, than what you're going behind. Why are you going to go backwards for? Come on, tell your neighbor, don't go backwards. There's nothing back there, amen. Come on, you know what's back there. Don't, don't go back there. Look forward to the blessings, your harvest. Listen, it's, it's on its way, church. I truly believe that God's going to bring us a harvest. God's going to bring a harvest to your lives. You guys have been fighting. Some of you guys have been praying for years or praying for things or asking for things. God says, you know what? Don't give up on me right now, girl. Don't give up on me, son. Come on. Get, hang in there, hang in there, daughter. My blessing's coming. Just hang in there. Come on, somebody. Daniel rejoiced in the lion's den. Come on, he was, he faced a life-threatening circumstances as well, amen. And there was a, a certain time during the year, during this time with Daniel, amen, for 30 days, anyone caught praying to any god except the king would be thrown into the lion's den. In, second, in Daniel chapter 6, verse 10, it says this. Now Daniel learned that the decrees had been published, and he went upstairs to the, he went up to his upstairs room where the windows were open towards Jerusalem. Three days or three times a day, he got on his knees and prayed. Somebody say, and he prayed, giving thanks to God just as he'd done before. Talk about sold out. Come on, this guy, he hears, he hears the degree, he hears the law, he hears what was, what was, was going to happen. He said, you know what? That's not going to stop me. I, I'm going to keep doing what I'm, I don't care what the government says. I don't care if they say I can't worship in church. I don't care what they're saying, amen. I'm going to worship my God. I'm going to praise my God. And Daniel here says, you know what? I don't care what he says. I'm going to pray. And not only did he pray in secret, boom, he opened up the windows. Everyone's going to hear me pray. All of Jerusalem will hear me pray. That's how bold and sold out Daniel was. So what happened? The windows are open, and guess what? There they are. 
Come on, the Pharisees, the, the, the haters. They started hearing, oh, 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 did you hear, you hear Daniel? He's up there praying, amen. Come on, that's a no-no. Come on, we're going to go rat him out. That's what they, they, they snitched on him. They, 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 they threw it down. He said, you know what? This is, this is a law written in the land. It's a written law from the king, and he's up there still praying. And king, your law says that you need to throw these men in the lion's den. Or you got to throw this man in the lion's den. And the Bible says that the king was greatly distressed over this. Because the king, like Daniel, he respected the God that he served. And these men who were accusing Daniel told the king, this is law. You cannot change the law. What you say is spoken, you, we need to see it fulfilled here. This guy is breaking the law. So the king was forced to give orders to throw Daniel in the lion's den. And look what the king tells Daniel before he got thrown in. In, in Daniel chapter 6, 16, it says, So the king gave the order, and they brought Daniel and threw him into the lion's den. And the king said to Daniel, May the God whom you serve continuously rescue you. You can see Daniel came, and he came with no, no hustle. So he, he wasn't fighting it off. He wasn't, he wasn't fighting his case. He wasn't on the run. He, he said, you know, he came, they got him, he went. He, there, was no, there was no kicking or screaming, amen. Uh, he wasn't tripping, amen. Uh, Daniel didn't let his outer circumstance, listen, reflect the inner joy of the Lord inside of him. And the story goes on to say that the king was worried. This king really digged on Daniel. He really liked Daniel. And he went back to his palace, the scripture says, and he couldn't eat. He couldn't eat. He couldn't even go to sleep. And when morning came, guess what the king did? He ran to the den. He went to go check out where Daniel was. He went to check out if his, if his God saved him. He went, amen. He was so anxious to see what happened. And it says here in, in Daniel chapter 6, 19 to 23, it says this. At the first light of dawn, the king got up and hurried to the lion's den. And when he came near the den, he called to Daniel in an anguished voice. Daniel, servant of the living God, has God whom you serve continuously been able to serve, uh, save you or rescue you from the lions? He didn't hear nothing. No, no, he did hear something. Daniel answered. He says, may the king live forever. My God, somebody say, my God. my God. My God sent his angel and shut the mouths of the lions. They did not hurt me because I was found innocent in his sight. Nor have I ever done anything wrong before you, your majesty. And the king was overjoyed and gave orders to lift Daniel out of the lion's den. And when Daniel was lifted from the den, no wounds were found on him because he had trusted in his God. Come on, somebody say, I trust in God. Come on, you got to trust in God, amen, hallelujah. Look what verse 24 says. At the king's command, the men who falsely accused Daniel were brought in and thrown into the lion's den along with their wives and their children. Now, just in case you think the lions weren't hungry, you know, they were full, and, and they, they didn't eat Daniel because they were so full and so stuffed. No, 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 no. Look at right when they threw them in, look what happened. Before they reached the floor of the den, the lions overpowered them, crushed their bones. 
Right when they threw him in. That's bad, huh? I mean, before they hit, their bodies hit the floor. So these lions were pretty hungry. And God rescued Daniel. Come on. God rescued Daniel. God gave me a revelation on this church. And that is when people falsely accuse you. Come on, somebody. When people gossip untruths about you and try to take away the inner joy within you, as long as you trust God, as long as you stay true to God, my God will shut their mouths and take care of them. Come on, somebody. Don't matter. God, you don't hear what they're saying, Pastor. Just leave them alone. You don't hear what they're talking about. Just leave them alone. God will shut their mouths. Keep serving God. Amen. Don't get caught up in, in that gossip. Don't get caught up in all that stuff. Serve the Lord. Trust God. The Bible says, vengeance are mine. God loves you. Come on. He doesn't like anyone talking about you. But you don't need to defend yourself. Your God will take care of you. Come on, say, my God takes care of me. Come on. I know that we want to take care of ourselves. Come on. It don't feel good when someone's telling you something right in your face. Oh, come on, somebody. Let's be true. Come on. Come on. Let's tell the truth. Amen. But those are the things you got to bite your tongue. Amen. You're going to have to stand in God, stand in his promises. You know, ah, get them, God. Just turn around and say, get them, God. <laughs> and he will. He'll take care of them. But you also have to pray for them, too. Come on. Get them and pray for them. <laughs> come on. We don't build hate church. God says to pray for your enemies. Pray for those that persecute you. Come on. But my God will take care of them. He'll take care of those things. If they're untruths, don't worry about it. If they're true, then you got you to repent. Come on, somebody. Come on. They're lying about you. No, it's really true, you know. Then you need to repent. Tell your neighbor, repent. <laughs> repent. Hallelujah. We, we, we cannot be, cu be caught up in that. Come on. If they're truths, then let's, let's get things right. Can somebody say amen? Come on, he shut his mouth. He shut the mouths of the lions. Why? So that Daniel can rejoice and be thankful. How about Paul and Silas? Come on, we know the story. They rejoiced in a prison cell. Come on, they, they were stripped. They were beat, beaten. They were sitting in a jail cell. They didn't even get a phone call. They weren't allowed to even get a phone call. Can we get a phone call? Nope, no phone call for you. Throw them in. Come on, they were not allowed to call anybody. They were not to call Jesus, uh, the disciples. Hey, can you break me out or, or whatever? Can you get me a public defender or something? No. They just threw them in there, amen. They did, but listen, these men did not allow the outer circumstance to reflect the inner joy of the Lord inside of them. No matter what they hit them, man, what hit their lives right there, man, they were serving Lord, uh, preaching in the streets. They get arrested. They get taken in. They get beaten, amen, and they're still not complaining. They're still in inner joy. He said, I, I don't care what my outer circumstances look like. I don't care what it looks like right here. They still rejoice. You got to understand the cell that they were throwing in, church. The cell was probably, the ceiling was probably this high. And so they were sitting down. In livestock, like this. And all there was for light was a little, little, little hole in the ceiling that allowed light to come in. The moonlight to come in. The, the light during the day to come in. That's how they were locked up, church. Yet they didn't complain. Come on, somebody. 
We throw you in a room like that, you'll freak out. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you'll freak out. Come on. Hallelujah. You'll be crying, saying all kinds of stuff. But these men didn't allow these outer circumstances to reflect the inner joy of the Lord. And the Bible says about the midnight hour. Come on, tell your neighbor it's midnight. Come on, it's midnight. About the midnight hour, that inner joy that was inside of them, that love that they had for God that was inside of them, started to shine on the outer circumstances. And they started to express that joy, that inner joy with praise and with worship. Oh, man, they broke out a beat. Come on, they, were, they broke out a beat, man. They hit, the, they hit that, that wood that was on them. Come on, they started singing songs. They started worshiping God, amen. They started saying, we're not going to let this uh, rip us off, amen. There's a greater joy that's inside of me than what I see on the outside, amen. Because God is good. God is faithful. And they started singing the songs, amen. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. Come on, they started to worship God. Listen, church, I got a question for you. Does your midnight hour cause you to rejoice and worship God or complain to God? See, the Bible says in Acts 16 that they started to rejoice in the Lord. And when they started to rejoice, something shifted. I say when they started to rejoice and praise God, something shifted. Come on, it's when, don't, 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 you ever get that feeling, amen, when you're just all down in that, that, that song, you're down and out, and that, that favorite song that you've been singing for a while comes on the radio, or, or comes on, uh, 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 right there over Google, or, 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 I don't know all these apps, amen, hallelujah. Spotify, there you go. Spotify finds you. He Spotify's you. <laughs> Come on. Come on, am I telling the truth or what? Come on, you're going through a season, and God knows that. And he says, oh, you need some joy. You know what? You forgot to praise me. You forgot to worship me. I'm going to start the song off, and I'm going to get you, and I'm going to pull you from your despair. I'm going to pull you from your unbelief. I'm going to pull you in from that outer circumstance that you're facing right now, and something's going to start to happen in your heart. Come on, you ever hear that, that song? And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, yeah. Come on, you start, you start, you go on, come on, come on. You guys start, you start bouncing. Oh, yeah. You start singing. Come on. Am I talking to myself or what? Come on. Does anyone feel like that? Come on. You, God just starts putting and that song just goes inside. Come on. Nothing less. Nothing else. Come on. You start singing these songs that, that touch you. Come on. How many know a song right now? Come on, what are you singing today? Come on. Sing, name a song. What are you singing today? Huh? He will reign. What are you singing? What are you singing? Come on. What's your song right now? I'm going to see a victory. Oh, yes. Come on, we're going to see a victory. That's our banner. That's our theme song here, church. Come on, there's a lot. We've got some new songs. We've got things that are happening. Come on. There are great things that God is doing in our lives. And God just says, I want you to sing. Come on, don't let the outer circumstances of your life or what you're seeing right now change or take away the things that I place inside of you. If you would just simply start to sing and worship to me, I would bring a shift in your life. I will do something inside of you. Come on. God wants you to, to bring it out of you, amen. And you got to understand, uh, no matter what it looks on the outside, church, don't let it take away the inner joy inside of you. God says to worship. Tell your neighbor, worship. Come on. They started to sing, and something shifted, not, not only spiritually, 
but physically started shifting. The outer circumstances started to change. The foundation of that prison, listen, started to shake. Come on, somebody say shake. Come on. Some of you guys got to shake it. Yeah. Just shake it. Shake it off. Tell your neighbor, shake it off. Shake it off. Amen. Sometimes you got to just shake that devil off. That devil's on your back. He's riding you. He's telling you stuff. Amen. You just got to shake that devil off. Come on, somebody. Shake that devil off. Come here, Josh. Come here. This is how the devil has you guys. Come on. This is how the devil has you. He's riding you. He's riding you. Come on. He's, he's, he's not the same job. He's riding you. Come on. You ain't got to make it. You're getting tired. You got make it. Shake it off. Come on. And what you got to do is shake it off. Come here. Shake me off. <laughs> oh, no. You, you, you'll throw me off. Yeah. That's probably what he wanted to do right now. He's oh, he's pastor, he's pastor. If it was another brother, oh, he'd be down already. <laughs> shake it off. Tell your neighbor, shake it off. Come on, if you're feeling the weight of the enemy, feeling the weight of your circumstances, feeling the weight of all the things that, that the world is throwing at you, uh, God says, shake it off and start to worship me. Uh, start to praise me and watch what I'll do. I'll start to shake. I'll start to shake the foundations of your circumstances. My wife's tripping on me. Oh. <laughs> he wasn't ready. Ah, I didn't know he was going to knock my hat off. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's all hindered now. He goes, I can't even receive no more. <laughs> Thank you. Come on, they, the foundations of the prison started to shake, amen. And their shackles, where they were shackled down, were removed. Come on, he broke the shackles off of them. And then the prison doors, what? Flew open. That means that he came to set you free, church. He came to break every shackle, amen. Once you start to worship God, amen, the foundations start to shake. Those shackles of what you're tied down to get removed, and the prison cells become open in you. Psalms 51.12 says this. Restore. Somebody say restore. Restore to me the joy. Of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit. 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 <laughs> and give me a uh, grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Come on, we, we need to call out to God, restore the joy of my salvation. Bring me back to the altar. Bring me back to when you saved me. And, and, and give me that willing spirit that sustains me. That I don't give in, that I don't talk back, that I don't try to handle things on my own, but God, that I trust in you. Come on, somebody. Psalms 32, 11 says this, Rejoice in the Lord and be glad. Tell your neighbor, be glad. You righteous, sing. Somebody say sing. All you who are upright in heart. God calls us to sing, church. God calls us to celebrate. Why? Because there's a harvest coming. I said there's a harvest coming, church. There's a harvest coming. Church, I, I'm here to tell you that when you're at your midnight hour, when you're feeling all alone, when you're feeling that life has locked you up, amen, or you feel locked down in a city, hallelujah, by the government, amen, you feel shackled up, amen, when a crisis or a pandemic has you feeling uncertain, amen, think about Jesus. Come on, somebody needs to think about Jesus and, and look at all the things that he's done for you. Come on, it will cause you to sing, church. It will cause you to worship the king. 
and watch our God show up and start to shake the foundations of your circumstances. And when God does, church, you got to rejoice. I said, when God does, you got to rejoice and be thankful. Be thankful. And for sometimes, for those moments, for some of us need to repent and say, God, I'm sorry for even doubting. God, I forgive me for not thinking that you're going to come through again. Because he's come through time and time, Lord. Come on, you look back and God has always met your need, church. Come on, let's get real. You have just forfeited the need. You have let go. Why? Because you have given up. You have stopped and you stopped rejoicing and you stopped being thankful. We need to go back to rejoicing in the Lord. We got to go back to being thankful because God is good despite of what's going on in the outer circumstances of your life. This joy that I have inside of me, the devil didn't give me and the devil can't take it away. Come on, he can't take this. This belongs to God. This belongs to God. The only thing that he can take is what you give. Don't give him your joy. Don't let him give you all this stuff. Knock him off your back. Flip him around. Whatever you got to do. I wish you would have flipped me. That would have been good. <laughs> God would have took care of me. I would have bounced back up like this. Woo. <laughs> I would have bounced. You don't know my, you don't know my God. I would have bounced, got up, and just turned around and used it one like this. No. <laughs> Without me touching them. <laughs> do it over again. No. Shake it off, church. And when he comes through, rejoice. Be thankful. The thing is, we get God gets us through something, and we're, we're not thankful. We're like, you know, we, we don't, you don't change. We don't, not, we're not rejoicing. We're not, we're not doing nothing. We're just like, oh, okay, he got us through there. And then we come the next day in service, and we're like, like he did nothing. Or, yeah, you did that Friday, but what have you done for me lately, God? How about this Sunday thing right now that I'm going through? How about this Monday thing that I'm going through, this Tuesday thing I'm going through? You know, yeah, okay, it was great on Saturday. It was great on Sunday, but how about Monday? You, come on, we, we, we kind of lose it, church. Don't let them take that inner joy. That inner joy keeps you going, church. And just start to worship God. Praise God. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Come on, there may be a lockdown in our nation, but that doesn't mean that we have to have a lockdown spiritually in ourselves. Come on, church. Let's be real. I don't care what the government say. They can lock down whatever they want to lock down, but they can't lock down this spirit. They cannot lock down this joy. It's not going to stop my mouth from saying, Jesus, I love the Lord. Amen. I'm going to worship God. I'm going to pray God. I'm going I'm to worship. Amen. When you tell me not to worship. Ah, if you see me out there, government, ah, bring your officers over here. Some of you guys forgot how to dance. Oh, come on, somebody. You guys, you guys don't even know how to dance in the Holy Ghost no more. You're all beat. Amen. You're trying to worship God. You just can't get it together. Amen. You haven't been worshiping God. You haven't been dancing. Amen. You lost it. You can't even jump spiritually right without getting hurt. Why? Listen, why? Because you come into the church shackled with life. Shackled with the outer circumstances of life. And it's affecting, listen, your inner joy. 
Come on, you come in so heavy. Sunday, you come in so heavy on Wednesday, you, you just kind of just drag yourself in, amen. You can't even worship God. And then, come on, we're, we're singing the song. We're going to dance in the river. And you can't even dance because you're like this. You're stuck. You're shackled down. Come on, somebody. And what you need to do is start to praise God and watch that shackle come off, amen. And you need to come to the altar, amen, and take a dip in the river and say, today I'm going to dance. Today I'm going to shout. Today I'm going to jump, amen, because God is good. Can somebody say amen? You need to start thinking about Jesus and all that he's done for you. When I go through hard times, I think about all the good things that he's done for me. And it gets me back to singing and shouting and knowing that he's going to come through again. He's done it, church, time and time. I've been serving God for almost 25 years, and he's never let me down. Uh-uh. I've let him down many of times, but he has never let me down. I'm his favorite. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Don't get jealous. <laughs> You're his favorite, too. Say, I'm his favorite, too. You are. God's love is so big that everyone's his favorite. Everyone's his little girl. Everyone is a little boy. You got to think about Jesus. And when you start to think about him and all that he's done on the cross, the blood that he shed for you. Come on, the sins that he has forgiven you from. And all these things of taking death away from you and giving you life. And everything that he's done on that cross in the resurrection when he rose again, it gave us life. And he took back the, the keys to hell, death, and the grave. And we can celebrate church. And when you start to think of everything that God, of who he is and what he's done already in our lives, you will start to sing. And you will start to dance. And you will start to jump. And watch God remove or change the outer circumstances of your life. Or give you better eyes to see. To not to focus on, on what you see now, the temporary. But to see further in the future, the eternal. You've got to ask God, give me eternal eyes, God. That should be your prayer. Give me eternal eyes, God. Because I'm so focused on... What I'm seeing right now, I'm so focused on, on my problems and my, my home and, and finances and, and, and all this stuff. We're so focused on, on what's in front of us. And God says, you know what? I want you to focus on the unseen. I want you to focus on the eternal things. Don't worry. This will pass. This will pass. Allow this to build you. Allow this to, to, to make you stand firm. Allow this to make you shout a victory despite when you don't feel a victory. Amen. Allow this to build you up and build your faith up. Amen. That, that way you can enjoy what's ahead. Come on. He's preparing us. Come on. He told his disciples, I got to leave. Amen. But you can't go with me. But I what? I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, you'll be. Come on. I don't know about you, but he's making me a mansion. Come on, he's giving me a pad in heaven, hallelujah. Come on, we're going, amen. I'm going to live on hallelujah lane, hallelujah. 
Come on, you got to name your street, amen. Come on, he's building a house for you. Uh, that's how much he loves you, amen. Uh, he says, you know what, you get through this, but I'm preparing a place uh, where there'll be no more crying, uh, no more pain, uh, no more fear, uh, no more death, amen. I prepare a place for you. Uh, hang in there. Uh, keep fighting the fight and, and keep pressing forward. And learn to rejoice and be thankful always. God will start to move those outer circumstances. God will start to give you the spiritual eyes so that you can rejoice. That you can still be thankful. Despite of the things that you see. The things that you hear, church. Come on. Put yourself on the internal things. Those things that you don't see right now. Ask God, let me see them. You got to see those circumstances change. You got to see those people that in your family that you're praying for saved. You got to see them sitting next to you. Come on, somebody. My wife had a crazy vision like that. Right, babe? At a conference. She's sitting in the back row by herself. Right? Am I saying it right? And she was feeling all, wow, I don't have my family here. I don't have nobody here. And the, and the Lord reminded her to look to the left, look to the right, and says, I'm going to fill those seats. I got saved. My sister got saved. My mom rededicated her life. And pretty soon at a church service, all my family was sitting on the row. And God reminded her again, look again to your left, look again to your right. And boom, family to the left, right, back, cousins getting saved. Amen. It was crazy. I was holding that all that back. And they started getting saved. I mean, my cousin would come into my Bible study. It was just, it was like revival in our family. It was, it was crazy. Gotta hold on, church. Hold on. Despite of how you feel. If you feel alone, you're never alone, church. God is always there for you. Amen. I'm hungry now. So with that, I'm going to close. But I'm here to tell you, church, rejoice. Rejoice and be thankful. Despite of the crisis that we're in, the pandemic, the uncertainties in the world, our God is still good and our God is still in control. Whatever the government, whatever our governor says here, we will not shut down. They can lock us up. They can find us. Amen. And if that comes to that, that's what's going to happen. Unless something breaks out here and, and I need to take care of you guys. But as long as I got health and I'm healthy, I'm going to be here preaching. We need to share the word of God. You know, we're not going to shut our mouths. We're not going to say you can't worship. You can't, you can't be indoors. No, no, no. My God says I do. Because God says to worship me in the sanctuary on the sanctuary. We're going to be in God's house. No one can kick us out of God's house. It's time to be bold, church. Let's this, this do, let's this take care of each other that we can be healthy to be here. Come on. Well, we're going to gather. We're not going to scatter. Amen? This is his house. This is daddy's house. This is my daddy's house. You can't tell me I can't come to my daddy's house. Amen? Amen. Come on, let's have a happy Thanksgiving. Come on, rejoice. Be thankful. Thank the Lord, maybe during your meal.
say something about, you know, let's come together as a family. Be thankful that you're living that day. Be thankful for what's in front of you. Be thankful for life. Whatever, just be thankful. And be a great celebration with you and your family. Let me close with this scripture. In Psalms 30, verse 5, it says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy. Come on, somebody say joy. Joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. Come on, your morning's coming, church. Your morning's coming. You know what morning is for you? When you wake up in your spirit. When you start to rejoice and be thankful no matter what. Let's rejoice and be thankful this, this holiday season. Come on. 2020, people are looking at you. And you can just say, you know what, God? You're still good. And I'm going to have a happy Thanksgiving. And I'm going to have a merry Christmas. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Let's all stand up.